Hello, everyone, and welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, Ethernet or wireless on the shop floor? It's like Big Mac versus Whopper. For modern production equipment in almost every industry, if it isn't connected, it isn't efficient. Now, even if your operation doesn't collect real-time data from machine operations, modern control systems require connectivity for safety and maintenance reasons. Now, one way or another, you have to connect your equipment. Now, there are two standard ways of doing so, wireless or Ethernet technology. Now, both work and both have advantages and disadvantages, so I think of them as a little like comparing a Big Mac to a Whopper. Consider the traditional wired Ethernet technology, for example. The familiar blue wire can be seen in the ceilings and power drops for production equipment everywhere, and it has definite advantages. It's essentially hack-proof, it's cheap, reliable, and for many applications, it carries data at speeds fast enough for real-time monitoring. There are a few potential problem areas, however. One occurs with older wiring serving newer controls. Now, Ethernet cabling, it's been released in several types called categories. Older industrial systems, while many use Cat5e cable, which can support data rates of about a gigabyte per second over 100-yard runs. It is, however, unshielded, and Cat6 cable could be had in a shielded variant, although at the same data rates. Cat6a cable offers 10 times the rates in a shielded configuration, and that's true for Cat7 cable as well. Now, none of this should cause a problem, but if you're installing new equipment to replace older machines that were blue-wired with Cat5 or 6 cable, it's possible that the higher data loading may throttle your data acquisition system. Modern shielded cabling has largely eliminated the problems of crosstalk, but over long runs, it's still possible to have issues. Of course, today everyone wants to go wireless, and there are multiple ways to go about it. Most businesses already have a system using a wireless LAN controller to manage network access points, and often the system can be deployed to cloud-connect your equipment as well. Sometimes it's easy, but sometimes Cisco and Cincinnati Millicron just don't play well together. If you're migrating to a wireless network to cloud-connect legacy and modern production equipment, or production equipment with controllers from different suppliers, keep the Tylenol handy. Entire textbooks have been written on this subject, and it's getting more complex all the time, but in the operations I've seen, successful operations have one common factor, and that is that they build their data acquisition systems from the machines generating the information forward to the data acquisition systems or cloud node, not backward from existing business systems down to the shop floor. Now, there are several communication standards, like the many flavors of Modbus, Ethernet, and Profinet, and every machine vendor and controller maker swears that their equipment is fully compliant. But ask anyone who's commissioned equipment in the last five years, and they'll tell you that fully compliant equipment is not necessarily equipment that works right out of the box. It's going to take time and money, but if you think about the conductivity problem early, just like power, air, water, or process gas, it doesn't have to be a nightmare. It's hard to make money making things, so it's important to keep your machines talking while they work. Thanks for listening to today's episode of End of the Line. Tune in again next time.